Welcome to the AMH Network podcast. I'm Glenn Johnston, the editor of AMH Network, and today I'm joined by Paul James, our entertainment editor. Welcome, Paul. Thanks, mate. How have you been? Uh, not too bad. We uh, haven't had a podcast in a while. I suppose the news has been a little bit quiet. TV shows are just starting to come back, and um, probably music-wise, Soundwave's still a little while off, so nothing's really been rolling around. Yeah, agreed. Um, even in the gaming front, it's been pretty quiet lately as well. A few releases, but not, not much in terms of news. Um, we'll get stuck right into it. Uh, let's talk about some stuff we've been watching lately. Uh, the Walking Dead's back, the biggest show in the world right now. Yeah, um, seeming to set ratings records every time as well. I haven't really followed the ratings stuff lately, but it's still, I assume, just blowing stats out of the water. Yeah, from everything I've heard, um, I think the first episode, which, what, we're three episodes in now, yeah. um, I think that was a record for the series, and I think record for the network, and it was... I'm not sure whether, yeah, I think it must have beaten Game of Thrones, but... Yeah, it's, it's, at the moment it's still bigger than Game of Thrones. Um, it was an interesting sort of uh, start to Season 5. Um, we're going to talk about some spoilers, so if you haven't watched the first three episodes, um, skip ahead to the 7 minute and 32 second mark. <laughs> I hope we're finished by then. Um, we'll see. Yeah, like the first episode back was really action-packed, and I thought, geez, you know, they've really taken the next level here. They've gone... You know, they've gone back to sort of that season one and two or even the good stuff of the prison sort of action. Um, that was epi- certainly my first impression. Yeah, well. episode two sort of um, stepped back in a little bit more of stability and less risk-taking. And I thought last night's episode was a little bit dull in most parts until sort of the finale, sort of the end of it. Yeah, I guess I worry a little bit that it might they might be just getting by on big cliffhanger moments at the end of each episode. Um but I think all in all, so far, just based on the three episodes we've seen, it's been a nice package. Um, I certainly agree with your points there that in terms of the general progression of the season. But I was watching it last night, and like I was even thinking to myself, um, it's so it, that, that episode would have been so cheap in comparison to other episodes to make. Oh, even that. Um, there was no special effects, really. Mere episode. Minimal, minimal zombies. Um, basically, you know, they would have had a set for the church. Um, and that's pretty much it. Like, you know, and sometimes I find that the actors aren't up to scratch to carry an episode alone without that special effects and the big fight scenes and the mass hordes of zombies. Yeah, I don't think any of them are especially brilliant actors. Like, they do their job and they play a good part. But, yeah, without kind of that action, like the good storytelling progression, just to kind of drive it a bit, um, I think they struggle a little bit every now and then. I, I don't know about you on that front, but um, oh, I, I got a ways to go. Yeah, like I suppose you know you look at the main cast and most of them, like uh, Andrew Lincoln, um, I think it's Stephen Yuen who plays Glenn. Chandler Riggs is actually quite good, the young boy. Norm, Norman Reedus is quite good, but I think once you branch out from the initial five or six, um, the others just personally don't cut the mustard in these scenes and these episodes where. You know, they're the main components of it. If they're going for more, uh, more story-driven sort of an episode rather than an action-driven one, then it can sometimes fall flat if it's not being carried by some of those cast members. Yeah, yeah. And, like, um, I actually like the progression that it's moving into the, the Beth teaser, which did you yeah, watch the end um, of? Yeah, I did watch the teaser and I'm... So she's obviously going to come back into it next episode. Somehow, yeah. That seems like a massive sort of spoiler for a little promo to bring in. But Yeah, oh, well, I suppose... Um, they sort of teased a little bit in episode two 
that they'll go. Yeah, I suppose to an extent. Yeah. And obviously, you know, they haven't found a body or nothing like that, and it was a loose end. So she was going to come tie up one way or the other. Yeah, but still, I like the way it's going. But I just hope that it doesn't just pitter out like season four seemed to do. Yeah, um, it did kind of. I just want to keep taking risks. Just keep taking risks. Um, Yeah, and um, (laughs) there was something interesting actually on the internet um, where the show's creator this week responded to a big fan theory, um, Robert Kirkman. Is this the? It's not a dream. So basically, the big fan theory is that everything that's happening is just a dream and Rick's still in a coma. Um, going back to episode one, season one, um, which got nailed on the head pretty quickly. It'd be yeah, actually they, quite they, shattering they if it was that true. Really quick. Yeah. Well, um, not babe. Rob, he just tweeted something pretty brief. Um, he just laughed at it pretty much. Yeah, ending with hashtag joking. Yeah. So just, Yeah, not taking it too seriously, I suspect. No. Nah. Which it would have been pretty shattering, actually, if people have immersed themselves in it for Ooh. the last seven seasons or six seasons, however long it's going to go. Five, and then plus all the you know all those who've read the comics. Yeah, as well. but I, 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 I don't actually see it going past seven or eight. Well, they've already renewed it for a sixth. They have. Well, they keep it going me. for ages, but content-wise, and sort of, um, you know, they do are they sixteen episode seasons. I'm not sure what this one is. They were a bit all over the shop early on until they kind of settled into something. Yeah, I'm not so, sure whether they... So I don't know how much writing they've got left in them. Um, anything else you've been watching this week? Um, I've been watching The Blacklist, yeah. um, the James Spader show. Yeah. Uh, the, have you watched it at all? Before? Yeah, no, I've watched season one. What, um, what, do you, what do you think of it in general? Oh, well, it's a, it's a good sort of um, crime thriller suspense. Um, James Spader's a brilliant actor. Um Boston Legal. Yeah, look, he, he does a, he does stuff. a great job, uh, and I really enjoy the show. But the way they've the way they've set the whole scenario up, so he's um, basically the guy that holds all the cards in his hand. He knows everything that's coming before it happens. So it's kind of allows for the writers to have a cheap out if they if they're struggling for some like they've got this great story idea, but they've got yeah. no way to really justify it. Well, and go, oh, we well, just knew about this and chose not to tell anyone. Yeah. So I, I worry at some point they're going to fall into that trap a little bit and we'll see if a little bit of cheap writing coming up. But so far, I'm, I'm still really enjoying this second season as well. Yep. Um, there was an episode tonight. I haven't had a chance to watch that just yet. But um, so far, so good. Um, I've been watching American Horror Story. Um, I don't know if you've caught it yet. I've watched the pilot of this season. Yep. yep. Um, um, I was intrigued. So I watched... Um, I think it's the fourth season in now. The new season's titled Freak Show. Um, and basically, I watched the first season of American Horror Story, which I thought was brilliant. I couldn't really get into the second or the third, but um, this last one's absolutely blown me away. Just um, They actually have a lot of real freaks in the actual show. Oh, really? The world's like... smallest woman. Um, I haven't really looked into too much how many of them are real, but I know there's quite a few that are actual real deformities and actually oh, okay. have stuff wrong with them. Um, and I think it's the third, third or fourth episode in now. Um, so anyone who wants sort of that quirky burlesque horror sort of, uh, it's the creators of Glee basically make American Horror Story. So it's always going to have that, not teeny element to it, but that, uh, that, uh, a little bit of cheesiness to it, a little bit of cheesiness while at the same time still, you know, bringing the effects of the, the shock and horror. Yeah. I was still really impressed by that first episode. Now I'm. I actually haven't watched any American Horror Story prior yeah. to this 
this one episode that I've seen so far, and I really enjoyed it. I think I'll I'll go and have a look at, um, at everything else that's come out yeah. since maybe when the season itself wraps up. Um, but moving on, uh, Gotham. Gotham's going pretty well. Have you kept up to date? Yeah, with I'm up to date. I've seen today's episode as well, so I won't delve into spoilers because yeah. it is still brand new. But it's it's been brilliant so far. Um, I think we've had the chat before, but the portrayal of the penguin in it is yeah. for me probably the highlight. The best way I think I describe Gotham is that it's so bad that it's good. Explain. Well, it just it's a little bit cheesy. Like they go over like okay, people have got to understand it's not gonna be the the five hundred million dollar production that the Dark Knight and stuff were in regards to even the way the penguin looks. Yeah. Even um you know, even the way the detectives look or the the sets and the scenery. So the people just have to put the Dark Knight trilogy back into the past because it's completely separate. It's standalone. It's completely standalone. And I've read all these reviews panning it and, you know, having a go at it, comparing it and drawing parallels and stuff. And they just don't understand it's completely separate, irrelevant. It's nothing to do with it whatsoever. Um, yeah, look, uh, and I think, again, we've had this conversation, but a few friends of mine who are kind of deeply invested in comic book lore say that it is taking a few little liberties. It is going out of its own path. Yeah. Um, so I think regardless of whether you do keep up to date with the comics or you're just a you know general sort of consumer, enjoy it for what it is. Look at it as a different spin on something that you've enjoyed for years if you yeah. are one of those fans. And um, if not, well, it still serves as a really good sort of crime-ish drama with kind of a quirky side. I don't think there's anything wrong with the cheesiness. I mean, that this is a series, like the Batman series, is about a guy that dresses up as a bat and busts crime. Yeah, um, so exactly. you, can't, you can't exactly expect go looking for realism there either. Yeah, exactly. So I, the complaints seem a little unfounded to me. Yeah. Um, just a couple other shows I've been watching. Um, occasionally I like to, you know, branch out a little bit. I've been watching uh, a few English comedy shows lately. Um, one of them, which has just finished its third season and it's the series finale, um, it's called Bad Education. Uh, it stars Jack Whitehall and it centres around a, a teacher who basically takes control of a, a class. who They don't have special needs, but they've got their own little quirks and their own, you know, their, their pains in the ass to him. So it's just basically how he deals with um, teaching his class they're three series, uh, three seasons of six episode, six episodes each. They run for about thirty minutes. It's actually quite funny. Um, you're a teacher, Paul. Yeah, I haven't actually I've seen it, but I've got a fair few teacher friends who adore the show. Yeah, it's absolutely fantastic. Um, also, um, Friday night dinner. Um, it's another English comedy um, which no, centres around. Um, it stars Simon Bird from The Inbetweeners, the one with the oh, glasses, yeah. briefcase yeah. wanker. Um, and it basically centres around every Friday night he goes to his parents for dinner with his brother and it just centres around Friday night dinner. It's actually quite funny as well. Um, and I've been watching an older season, uh, older show as well, another English show called Gavin and Stacey, um, which is basically about a couple who meet on the internet and over the phone and they basically start dating and just uh, day to day. It's a very light-hearted show, um, light-hearted comedy as well. So at the moment, like, there's not a lot out, especially comedy-wise, so I'm yeah, trying to branch out and um, watch a lot of stuff that I've heard good things about. Um, and There's still plenty of dramas, whether that's... I don't, dramas, I don't, yeah. I don't yeah. know so much about 
you well, Big Bang's back UK and Big Bang Theory comedy wise is Family Guy. I think that's about to slip to Fridays for Big Bang Theory or Thursdays, yep, yep. whatever time zones. So yep. I think because Big because uh, Two and a Half Men comes back this week. Yeah. So I think they're going back to their old back to back yep. sort of schedule. So just for any fans of shows like The Inbetweeners, check out Bad Education, Gavin and Stacey, um, and Friday Night Dinner. Um, you won't be disappointed. Um, yeah. yeah, and I've been keeping up with a few other TV shows myself. Like I'm a big fan of. Um, Sleepy Hollow. Yeah. Have you, so you watched that at all? Um, I couldn't really get into it. I found it a little bit, uh, not tacky, but a little bit cheesy as well. Yeah, I guess, but I, I would argue that the same sort of reasons with um, Gotham there, that it's not exactly designed to be realistic. So, yeah, yeah, of course. Um, take that for what it is. So I'm still all over Supernatural. Um, Homeland's back and improved so far yeah. on season three. I yeah. mean, I'll reserve judgment. Well, considering it should have only went for one season, um, yeah. I'm just glad they've kind of... It seems like they've turned a corner. Yeah. Um, we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Um, um, even the newsroom's not far away now. No, it's, it's about not. a week it's and a not. half or something like that, and I'm really kind of excited to see how that final season wraps up. Yep. Um, before we touch on some entertainment news, I saw Fury uh, last weekend. The I've been wanting to see it. I haven't gotten around The new it. war film um, Brad starring Pitt. Brad Pitt, um, Shia LaBeouf. Um, I think it's LaBeouf, however you say it. Um, I think Logan Lerman and uh, John John Bur- Burn- oh, Burn- Burnthal, yeah, or however you pronounce that, from The Walking Dead. Um, it's an absolutely fantastic uh, war film. It's probably my favourite war film since Saving Private Ryan, excluding Band of Brothers. Um, which and is let's a be honest, Tropic, series. Tropic Thunder. <laughs> yeah, Tropic Thunder. Um, so anyway, the show, uh, the movie f- basically features around a tank crew, um, the uh, World War Two Sherman tanks. Um, for anyone who's a World War Two buff like myself, um, they were severely, um, basically not capable of fighting head-to-head with uh, the Nazis' uh, Tiger tanks and stuff like that. So the, the, the movie basically... Uh, deals with this tank crew who's basically up against it for two hours non-stop. Um, it's pretty much non-stop action as well. Um, and it's, it's, uh, I think it's going through the roof at the moment in regards to... Uh, critical growth. reception? Or? No, not critical reception's been pretty poor, actually. Oh, really? But a lot of the people that are nowadays review these sort of movies um, don't sort of have a underlying appreciation for just a good World War II action flick. Yeah, with a good, you know, story behind it. I guess they're, they're liking the explosions and... No, or no, they don't like it. It's the complete opposite. They'd rather... Um, a lot of the movie critics that I read nowadays would much rather watch something with... Um, I can't recall the lady's name. Um, they'd much rather watch Downton Abbey or something like that. Oh, okay. They're just... Um, yeah, I'm just going on the Sydney Morning Herald and The Age um, and the Herald Sun reviews. Um, I'm sure people like it. Um, it's actually 8.2 or 8.3 on internet movie database. Oh, so it's not, it's not bad. So that's perception wise. It's in the top. It's in the top two, 200 to 250 movies at the moment on the site. So that's pretty good. Um, also watched uh, that Let's Be Cops with Jake Johnson um, from New Girl. Um, it's basically, really that one. you might have seen the preview. It's about um, it's about two guys. They go to a party, accidentally think it's fancy dress, dress up as policemen. Um, Everyone laughs at them on the way home from the fancy dress party. They're walking down the street and suddenly everyone thinks they're cops. So basically the film centres around them impersonating policemen and just getting all the perks and all the benefits from it. 
Um, it's actually quite a good comedy. Um, you know, it's a it's a three star out of five thing. Oh yeah, so it's um, still it's still worth the view then. Oh for sure. Um, and Back to Fury, um, four and a half stars out of five for me personally. Oh great! Have yeah, you no, seen any movies? I haven't seen any movies in ages. I mean, I've never been a big movie goer. But um, have you seen Gone Girl? Yeah, I did see, go and see Gone Girl. And what did you think of that? I thought the first sixty percent of the film was great, and then and I'm trying to avoid get, getting into too much spoilers. Oh, well, spoiler alert! I know it's been out for a little Skip while. ahead two but, minutes, um, or what that minute seven minute thirty two mark. Or yeah, we're well past that. Um, so obviously you didn't see the twist coming and got. Knocked on. No, like it didn't really have an impact at all. Like I couldn't get invested. So you did not. You just thought. Did you think she was dead for the first sixty percent of the film? Especially Um, when that blood pool was on the kitchen floor. You you had to have thought that he killed her by then. I I don't. No, I didn't because um, to me it just seemed like that would be far too obvious sort of outcome off the back of all that. But at the same time, I just couldn't get invested in the character's story. So when all that stuff finally started coming and all this, these twists and turns, it's it just going, made no real impact. It's going to be one of the, the it's, it's, best movies of the year. I get that. Oh, apart from your opinion aside. I, no, I quite get um, everyone's appreciation. Like, I can see... It's definitely a different type making. of thriller. It's just one that for Obviously, some reason it's a didn't book. grab me. Yeah, but, you know, it's a book. So we're talking about a book someone's written. Um, it's not a script that's been developed out of thin air. And it's hard to take these things and adapt them into film as well. Like, I, I get that. It is, but it's, if they're done properly, they're, they're like, good. Yeah, exactly. Case in point, Lord of the Rings or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, actually, there's quite a few good films coming out in the next um, the next three months. I've been watching all the trailers and keeping up to... I cannot wait for Interstellar. Yeah, I've seen a few promos for that, that and I do, I do want to get to that amazing. one. Um, um, actually, I think the promos have started getting pretty heavy in the last couple of yeah, days. Yeah, yeah. see posters and yeah. things on buses. It comes out in three, two weeks or three weeks. It's, ne- yeah, it's out next month. Soon. So so that stars Matthew McConaughey, McConaughey, however you no, say his last name. Um, and it's basically uh, it's set in the future. I haven't even looked how far into the future it's set. But it's about a, a guy and a few other people going to space basically to save the world. So it's got that... Armageddon slash Deep Impact slash more the personable relationship side of things. Um, it's definitely got a, that element to it as well by the by the trailer at least. Oh yeah, good. And um, it's um, is it? It's um, Nolan, Christopher Nolan. Yeah. Or Jonathan Nolan. Christopher one, one Nolan. or two. Yeah. One of them does person of interest on TV. The others. No, it's definitely not Jonathan. Uh, Jonathan Nolan. Nolan. So it's it's going to be huge. It's probably going to be the the biggest film of the year by the by the looks of things. Yeah, no, that, that that'll be good then. Um, oh, certainly marketing wise, it seems like it. Just, yeah. I mean, I'm not like I said, I'm not a big movie sort of person, but that's one that's yeah. fallen onto my radar. Um, another trailer that came out recently was a trailer for The Gambler, which stars Mark Wahlberg. Um, that's up on AMHNetwork.com. Um, check that out. That's going to be. He's actually, by the looks of things, he may win Best Actor at next year's Academy Awards for that film. For that particular, okay. For his role in The Gambler. So definitely check it out. Um, I don't want to go into too much about it at the moment. Um, we'll talk about it probably closer to the release date. I guess one last little bit of film news, at least that I'm aware of, and uh, is the Jurassic World. It Finally got a poster. poster. Yeah, got a poster yeah. with, with a date on it. I think it was June 12th, if I recall. I might be wrong. It might be July. June, no, nah, I think I it was June. Yeah, whatever month it was. Is anyone from the old ones going to be back in it? I no think. idea. Uh, maybe it wouldn't be the worst thing if they kind of rebooted in that regard. But, yeah. Um, 
Well, we have talked about I, it. I was a big fan of those films from my childhood. Um, and look, they never quite met the same standard the first film set, but... Oh, they, if, they never were. Um, just, just looking at it now, it stars Chris Pratt, so it's going to be... You know, he's a pretty big ticket item nowadays in Hollywood, yeah. so it's definitely... Um, just looking through... Um, Jake Johnson, again, from New Girl. Um, I cannot see anyone who would have been in... No familiar faces. No familiar faces. Um, I'm actually on the lookout for Jeff Goldblum, or whoever you say. Oh, yeah, Goldblum, name. yeah. Um, and I cannot see him there. No, so. I thought he'd be early on in that. But I'll, I'd, I'd be surprised if there isn't a cameo hidden. Yeah, yeah, they might try and keep that quiet. Maybe it'll pop up in a trailer, you know, not long before release to kind of entice a few others to come along, but... Look, I'm excited to go and see that. I was a big fan of the Jurassic Park films. Yeah. Quite quite enthused at the prospect of getting to see another one. Back to trilogies and all that stuff. Um, I don't know if you've noticed, but Hoyts lately have been showing, I don't know if they've done it for a long time, but they've been showing a lot of older films on Friday and Saturday nights. Is it possible? Because uh, I films like a cinema, sorry, like the, I think it's the Astor. In the city, yeah. that's that's shutting up shop, and that was kind of your avenue for anyone who. Well, liked I, to go two see weeks ago, films. I went to see Indiana Jones. Um, you saw it at Hoyts, and I saw it at Water Gardens, Hoyts. Yeah, so I reckon. So, I reckon and then last week, on that market, two it? weeks ago, they had Titanic for the weekend, and last week was Avatar. So they're they're right, showing so those big, recent, but those big blockbusters. Yeah, films, yeah, yeah, which is really good. So and they're ten dollars as well. So keep an eye out for them because. Obviously, I couldn't go see, see some classics. Well, I couldn't go see a lot of these films back when they come out, especially Indiana Jones. You know, I wasn't even born yet, so yeah. so um. So they actually, get to see him in the. Oh, I get to see him intended. on the big screens. Absolutely fantastic. So, like going back to the Astor, I've only I've been there once, I believe. Yeah, no, I've only been there once myself. Um, I the actually shut up shop. So. The the double header that I saw on a Saturday afternoon was Caddyshack and The Goonies. Well, I actually went and saw, and it wasn't it wasn't an old classic film, but. Was a little surprised it was there. It was No Country for Old Men when that oh, came Oh, yep, yep. Um, and That's another classic, actually. That's one of my favourite films. Um, perfect place to sit and watch it, too. Yep. Just, I don't think you'd quite get that same sort of experience if you'd been to a Hoyts or a Village, one of those really big cinemas. Nah, um, not at all. So that was great. Um, um, let's uh, move on from entertainment now. Um, let's talk gaming, Paul. So we had a pretty big review on the website yesterday. We've... Yeah, so... So tell us about Sunset Overdrive. So it's a game from Insomniac Games. They're the developers of play, previous PlayStation exclusives, uh, Resistance and uh, Ratchet and & Clank. And I don't know if you're familiar with Ratchet & Clank. That was a big one from back in the PS2 era. Um, so this game is exclusive for the Xbox One. Um, it's kind of an action platforming sort of thing. That's There's influences from uh, some kind of... Oh, I'd almost argue there's a bit of a Tony Hawk sort of edge to it in terms of the way you move around the around the world, but then yeah. also heavily influenced by many open world games that you'd be quite familiar with um, from your GTAs yep. and the like. Um, incredible sense of humour. It, it's quite happy to take the piss out of itself. Um, uh, it's, it's very self-referential in its humour. Yep. Um, plays really well. Never got, gets old. Yep. And incredible replay value for those who really enjoyed it. And I was, I had no real hesitation in giving it a four and a half stars. Yep. Um, out of five review there. Where um, does it sit in, re in regards to other releases this year? 
Oh, I don't want to go. No, no, I'm talking. You yeah, know, you've probably played a hundred games I, this year. I've, yeah, yeah. Getting getting into that sort of so, thought. are we talking in your top twenty? Uh, I would be seriously considering top ten at this point. That's good, and potentially deep within that top ten. It's it's a sort of thing now that with, with some of its multiplayer that it's got. It's a matter of does that have lasting value? So in the in the whole reviewing process, so we were sent a code by Microsoft for it. Um, and I was booked in for a multiplayer session just this past Sunday. I got two hours with the developers to play it. But then, because the game is yet to come out in Australia, it doesn't come out till Thursday. Yeah, maybe by the time you've seen this, it will be out. But um, uh, it meant that the servers went online. I was limited to what I could play. So yep. I won't know really whether that holds up until you know two weeks from now when I've, I get to continue playing. But we'll see. Yep. Um, um, what else have you been playing? Uh, so we reviewed Drive Club, which is a PS4 exclusive racing game. Um, if you're a Gran Turismo fan or if you're a fan of, say, Burnout games, so that's, they're kind of polar opposites there. Um, GT being a, a real kind of simulation sort of racer, Burnout being more your arcade bat and crash sort of thing. Drive Club probably fits right in the middle there. It takes some elements from both. Um, and it actually, for me, who's not a massive racing person, it worked pretty well. Um, the game has been hampered a little bit with some uh, server issues. You've hardly been able to get online for most people in the weeks yep. since its release, and yep. it's, it's been a good. And so, what is what did we give this one out of out of five? Uh, three and a half. Three and a half. Um, yep. There were a few little gripes. I think if you're a racing fan, it's the sort of thing that's it's going to get better with age. Yep. But right now, there's some work ahead. Yep. Um, you had an article actually on the site about Minecraft. Just tell me a little bit about it. Yeah, so one of our writers, in, in Phillip, sixty seconds. Um, one of our writers, Phil, put up an article there about basically we're we're starting a series here of uh, game changes, so games that have kind of changed the industry somehow. Um, Minecraft is the first one that we've discussed, and there's a few I absolutely coming. know nothing about Minecraft whatsoever, um, apart from I, my little cousins play it and build all this random stuff. That's, I mean, look, I'm not a big fan of myself, but that's essentially the long and short of it. Yep. But what, what um, Philip kind of argues in his article is that it's kind of opened up just your normal gamer, your one that perhaps just gets a few, maybe three or four big games per year. It's opened up their eyes to this smaller market of titles, the ones that might cost you only $10, $15, the independent, um, you know, those sorts of titles. And... I think, uh, and I agree, quite agree with his points that it's it's done a lot for the industry in in that sense that it's it's broadened people's horizons a little bit. Um, it, you don't necessarily need to be going out and spending a hundred dollars on the latest Call of Duty or something like that to get a good experience. And you absolutely control the whole game, don't you? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm uh, like I said, I'm I'm no great expert on it. It's not really my sort of thing. But my understanding is, yeah, that's the case. Yep. Um, any other? Brief news we should touch on. Um, we've got an article at the, up at the moment that's basically the games in November, um, yep. and that's listing all the things that are upcoming. That's including both Assassin's Creed Rogue and Unity, Call of Duty, which by the time we podcast next, I have no doubt will have released. It comes out next Monday. Yep. Um, so, so every month you release basically an article of what's coming out this month. Yeah, it's a good one to take a look at. Just just so, keeps you in the loop as to yeah, what, so what just games book, are actually coming. Um, jump in. It's on the homepage at the moment. Yeah, on, um, on the um, on the status bar of AMH Network or not the status bar but the menu bar, um, you can go to, the, I think it's, uh, what's the... Uh, Entertainment the game, Gaming Features. And then the Gaming Features or the Games Of. Yeah, and it'll have the and games Just bookmark of. that and just once a month check in. 
um, and just you can check always out. guarantee that it'll pop up at the end of each month. Yeah, because there is month. so many games that come out every month. It's so hard to keep track of. Especially November. Um, this and you is have, month. I think, you'd be pushing 10 entertainment writers by now. Um, yeah, there's probably... So you have a lot of people across it. Yeah, we've got a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. so it's we've a lot of people contributing stuff. They're little, you know, favourites. So, you know, it's good. Yeah, we've got reviews coming up for Borderlands, the pre-sequel. We've got... Yep. I'm working on a few others at the moment. And also one of the big um, game events at the moment, PAX, which yep. is going to be on this weekend, yep. which I'll so, be attending. Yep. Um, so we may even have a, a podcast next week just debriefing PAX. Yeah, potentially. Yep. Um, I think there'll be a few little snippets, but... Yep. It's not so huge in Australia yet. That no, make sure you get plenty of snaps up on AMH now. Yeah, I'll try and get a lot of photos and see what there is to see. The yeah. crowd's usually pretty bad at the start, which means... Does everyone not... dress up for packs? Uh, no. no. So you don't dress there's, up? There's, no there's... one dresses up as Zelda? Um, I, don't even probably... know. I don't even know if you know which one Zelda is. I I know what Zelda looks like. Go on. He wears a, a green no. skirt? <laughs> no. With like Zelda is the princess. Brown? The oh, really? Link is the one that's in the green tunic. Okay, well, that's got me covered. Um, is that your little trivia question? I, it shouldn't be because, but yeah. So why isn't it called me, the Legend of Zinc? Link, uh, because it doesn't have the same ring to it. I'm guessing the Legend of Link. No, it doesn't. Um, but yeah, look, there, there'll be plenty of Im- uh, images going up from that. Yeah, there will be no doubt some fans who dress up. And that's just not my sort of thing. There'll be a lot of BO as well. And Good I'm, luck, Tom. I'm not looking forward to that. Yeah, the BO definitely comes out at the gaming conventions. Uh, no doubt about it. Um, that basically wraps up the podcast for today. Um, thanks for listening to the AMH Network, the alternative podcast. Um, Paul and I will be back hopefully next week. Depending yeah, we've got to squeeze the time in for it. Um, we'll hopefully uh, be talking a little bit more or a lot more or some music next week. Um, but basically, because of Soundwave um, being so far away and there's been nothing really big happening um, that's worth talking about, the rest is all on amhnetwork.com. Um, so check all that out for all your music content. Well, I did see you've got a few reviews at the moment. I saw oh, that. there's heaps of reviews, interviews. They're all flowing in. So check them all out. Um, read them on the toilet. Read them when you go to bed. Um, yeah, there's a lot to keep you busy. Um, until next time, um, thanks for listening and thanks for joining us, Paul. Yeah, thanks again, mate.